0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is you're coming from. Thanks for joining. I am super excited to be back with my next episode of Rewarding Conversations as I am here with George. George, thank you so much for joining today. Thank you. Good to meet you. Yeah, good to meet you. Now, George is in the UK, so he is five hours ahead of me right now. So it is in the afternoon for George, and it's in the morning here for me. So if I stumble over my words at all, uh, George and my audience, please forgive me. Uh, But (laughs) I found George through the algorithms of Instagram. Um, I was doing different searches for people, and then George just kind of popped up. Um, on George's Instagram, which is g dowell, so it's g d o w e l l, uh, where you can find him. I will put all the links in the description below. Um, George um, does describe himself as a C five C six tetraspinal cord injury. Uh, so let's hop right into it. Tell me a little bit about that, if you if you kindly will.
1: Yeah, so um, I was I had a spinal cord injury when I was seventeen. I was involved in a road traffic accident. And uh, my level of injury is C5, C6. So, that, uh, yeah, that's the level of my injury um, complete. So any spinal cord injury uh, 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 survivors out there, I guess, they'll understand what that means, yeah. It, uh, I, and I'm that basically means that I'm paralyzed from my chest down. So that's the level of injury.
0: Now, that accident that you were in, um, you know, were was it – you know, uh, hospital because I've talked to other people who have had spinal cord injuries, and some of them have said that they were like in the hospital recovering for a long time. Some of them have actually said they got into like re- like rehabilitation immediately. Um, everybody's story is kind of different. Um, So your kind of, I guess, post accident kind of recovery process. What was that like for you? Was it an immediate kind of let's get to work? Was there a lot of you know actual recovery involved? How was that for you?
1: Uh, so for me, I, I straight away after my injury, I was pretty pretty much straight went straight to a spinal cord injury like a specialist in Salisbury so a Salisbury spinal unit went straight there and uh for whatever reason they decided not to actually operate on my neck they just wanted to let it heal naturally like a lot of people they'll have plates put in or or other stuff so for me i had i had like a what they call a halo vest so it's it looks like something out of yeah something out of a scary movie science fiction yeah it was like a sheepskin vest thing with like metal rods that come up around your head and then uh, like screw into your skull yeah <clears throat> so I i've seen
0: i've seen that in movies yeah
1: yeah yeah exactly like uh, frankenstein or something but um <laughs> yeah no, i had that on for about three months so i couldn't do any rehab for the first three months i was just kind of laying in bed on my back letting my uh yeah neck heal and just couldn't move my head at all because it, it, effectively the halo vest was effectively a cast if you like it just stopped me from moving my neck to let it heal heal naturally so yeah had that on for three months uh it was just laid flat on my back and had to wait for that to come off before i could start any rehab and then yeah as soon as that came off really they i started having physio most days and yeah i was in the hospital for a total of about 10 months so yeah that's that that was my rehab and rehab story if you like
0: now something that i'm always curious about is and because of my conversations with other people i'm always interested in a shift that happens with people now, sometimes it's early in life sometimes it's later in life but people grow up eventually you know you're kind of young and you have your way of thinking as like a young man or a young woman and then you know things kind of change and you shift into more of an adult thinking now you were kind of thrust into that at the age of 17. um you know how was that actual transition for you of you know being uh you know more of an able-bodied person and then you know having this injury Um, You know, was this something that you took some time to adjust to mentally? Or did you just kind of say, okay, this is my life now and I got to figure this out? Or was it, you know, uh, more of kind of like a, you know, a struggle to be like, you know, angry or bitter, you know, which is completely understandable, obviously, or did you just say this is what I have to do now?
1: Uh, I I certainly wouldn't describe my mentality as uh, angry or or bitter. I was never like... Because there was four other people in the car and I I, I never took the thought of like, oh, why was it me? And why was it not one of them? I never, never took that. And in fact, I think in the early hours of my injury, like before I probably knew the severity of it, I was actually asking how everyone else was that was in the car. I was like more worried about how how they were so that was certainly never my mentality obviously i was gutted i've gone from being an active teenager uh playing yeah. football football was m- my life or soccer as you guys might know it but yeah football
0: <laughs> as um, us yeah. americans
1: call it <laughs> yeah but uh yeah that was my life that was my sort of uh my my passion and i went from yeah playing playing a lot of football with my friends and stuff to now being told that i'm never gonna walk again so yeah the first three four weeks were pretty tough especially as i was just flat on my back couldn't move couldn't do anything didn't know how much feeling or or uh, movement i was going to get back and it was just kind of a the unknown really but the hospital do quite a good job of obviously they've got specialists there and they've got people that come in and visit that have been through similar injuries and they kind of explain to you that life's not over just because you've got a, a spinal cord, in, cord injury there's still plenty out there that you can do and plenty that you can achieve if you're passionate about things and um so yeah i think my mentality did change quite quickly i have a good family and friends around me that were very very supportive and i kind of just came to terms with the fact that i've I've been injured but um yeah what can i what can i do to make the most of it and uh well not make the most of it. That's probably the wrong way of saying it but what can i do to still achieve the things that i want to achieve in life and there's always a way to do something as long as you're prepared to maybe work a little bit harder at it or uh, prepared to search for the alternative. So that's kind of, yeah, quite quickly was my mindset of let's, let's crack on with it.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. Um, I couldn't, you know, obviously I can't imagine going through that, but I have talked to so many incredible people through doing this podcast that have been through some pretty terrible things. Um, that mindset of how things change and you just say, okay, well, this is, this is what I have to do now. And so we're going to get going. And Um, I can fully see that through your Instagram. I hope people look up. You have a great Instagram page, and I love the content that you post, um, you know, and a lot of the content you post with your girlfriend, Jessica. Um, There's another Instagram page you have connected that I want to do like a shout out to because I actually really like it. Um, It's the wheel life underscore. Um, So I will put the links for that below. But it's you have the description on there as a look into the lives of an interabled couple. Now, kind of a twofold question I have. When did you decide to start your Instagram? And when and why did you decide to start the kind of interabled couple Instagram? Uh,
1: so my Instagram, I actually started fairly late in terms of when Instagram came out. I was on Facebook and Twitter and stuff. And um, yeah, just everyone was seemed to be jumping ship to Instagram. But I didn't really take many pictures at the time when I first left hospital and certainly in hospital. I, I didn't like my picture being taken. Uh, so yeah, I didn't really get into Instagram until probably, I don't know, three or four years ago, maybe. And then just started it because everyone else was using it. And it seemed to be the in thing. Like no one was really sharing as much on Facebook anymore. So yeah, that was, I just kind of made the shift over to Instagram and the more and more I've been on it and seen other people's pages and took inspiration from uh, what they're doing, it kind of gave me the bug to want to share awareness and and um, accessibility uh, issues and all that sort of stuff and, yeah, just raise awareness about disability, really. So that was a key driver, certainly in the last year or so, about my Instagram and just trying to, yeah, drive drive um, inclusion, if you like. And that then that leads on to uh, the Instagram page with my girlfriend, The real Life. And that, yeah, that is literally, we both seem to field so many questions from on our personal Instagram pages about life as a as an inter able couple. She'll get questions from her friends about what it's like and, and stuff like that. And I get with uh, friend um either friends or more so people with similar injuries that ask like, Oh, how do you do this and how do you do that? And we just thought why not make a page that combines uh, both the questions that we're getting individually, anyway, and try and answer some of them uh, with through video or, or yeah, just answering questions or doing podcasts and all this sorts of stuff to try and yeah tackle some of them, the unknowns really, because people are just curious a lot of the time, and it's just they just want to know how how things work, and so yeah, we just thought we'd we'd try and try and share some of it.
0: Yeah, I love that. I have uh, I worked with uh, on a podcast with another interabled couple and. They talked about very much the same thing. Of yeah, a lot of people are just curious about how our life works yeah. in general, and you know, like how we met, and you know how how did this happen, and how does this happen? And they were kind of they were kind of amused that people were so curious about how their life worked. They were like, okay, I guess people want to know this, so we'll talk about this. Yeah, um, that's exactly. And the, yeah. B- but they a thought it people, was like a funny thing.
1: Yeah, a lot of people I can imagine would Oh, why are they being so nosy? Why do they want to know? But a lot of the time, it's good just to be open about it because then people. I think what people assume is often a lot worse than just what the reality is. If you just say, yeah. like, this is actually how we do it, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Whereas if they're thinking in their minds, oh, how do they do this and how do they do that? And they, I think people just jump to conclusions. So, yeah, just to yeah, tackle some of them problems head on and just answer the question bluntly, then, yeah, I think that tackles a lot of the problem, really.
0: So the Wheel Life um, Instagram page with your your girlfriend, Jessica, is that more of a fun kind of Instagram page? Like an interactive, doing things together fun page? Or do you view it as more of like an educational or kind of a combination of both?
1: Yeah, a combination of both. I mean, I'm she's probably more keen to keep it... Uh... information like she's always like is that really relevant to this page and if it's not then I'll just post (laughs) it on my page but I'm kind of just like she's trying to
0: she's trying to keep you in line
1: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly She, she wants to keep keep me in line and just not share nonsense on that page and just try and keep it informational for the people that want to see it um but yeah, no, it's a bit of both really. We have fun on there. We we make YouTube videos, and they're always a bit of fun. But also have some information in there of questions that we're getting asked. Like for example, we loaded one up yesterday or the day before about my wheelchair because I get loads of questions about that. So we loaded up how how my wheelchair works. We've done someone um, I haven't got a hand function, so we loaded one up about how I use different splints and stuff to make my life easier. Another thing we get questions on and, but a lot of the time we just get questions from, I mean, obviously the first question everyone asks is, Oh, do you guys have sex? Which is obviously a question. We're not going to, there's not going to be a video <laughs> on that, but uh, yeah, we do. And we're happy to answer them questions privately with people. Yeah.
0: yeah, I, I, I think that's really amazing that you are, that you're both able to be so open and that you want to be open because I think a lot of people might view it as, you know, they just want to ask, oh, this person seems interesting. This couple seems cool. Let's just ask some fun questions or let's be nosy. You know how people are. People are just nosy. Uh, But also to use it as a way to educate people and say, you know, well, yeah, you might think this because of my injury, but this is actually how it really is. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's a really amazing tool to be able to both be lighthearted and have fun because I've checked out some of your your content on both pages. And a lot of it is just fun and, you know, going places and doing things and, oh, look at us and we're having this good time. But then there is that educational side of like, hey, this is how it really is, just so you know. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a really cool way to – I I almost describe it as like an accurate wikipedia um because wikipedia is just tons of information but you don't know what's what's right and what's wrong um but when people are able to put themselves out there and say hey this is this is a little bit of a glimpse into a life that you might be curious about I think it's really cool because you're you're both having a good time and being educational with it which is what draws people in. People want to laugh and they want to smile but they also want to learn things, you know.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a really cool way of describing it actually because I think initially we, we were looking for pages like that, not uh, just for information, really, and just to see how other people do certain things. And uh, there wasn't really, there was a lot of good stuff in America, to be fair, a lot of uh couples that posted some really, really good stuff that we took inspiration from. But there wasn't so much going on in the UK or certainly nothing that we could find. And since doing the page, it has really opened the door for us to meet some people in similar situations and have conversations about how they do things and how we do things and uh, I think people want to see that life experience of people that have actually living it or they've done it and I mean I'd much rather ask someone that's been in a similar situation uh, a similar injury to me how they use a knife and fork for example than I would just go to a doctor and say oh what do you advise I use because or, albeit they might have all the information in terms of the injury that they've never lived it, and they they probably yeah wouldn't understand fully what yeah what I'm what I need or what what might work for me. Whereas if I'm asking someone that's had the same injury as me but it's ten years more advanced, they they'd have the answers. And that's kind of um, but yeah what I did when I was newly injured. I tried to reach out to people that had been injured for a while and say, okay, how do you do this? What do you do? What works for you? Because often the the easiest or the best solution you find is one that you work out yourself sometimes like obviously i pick up great uh, things from other people but what might work for uh, john up the road i could i can use a bit of what he does and go okay how do i adapt that to work best for me because every injury is, is slightly different so um yeah it's great to see other people on on social media with similar injuries that we we're learning from as well so the page is just as much about people learning from us as us learning from other people
0: that's awesome i love that um and that's when I talk about social media, a lot of times we talk about the, the easy, low-hanging fruit, which is the evils of social media, how people can be mean and cruel and abusive and things like that. But social media has also brought us really beautiful things because we're able to connect with people on the other side of the world. You know, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. You're in the UK. And we're having a conversation now, you know. Yeah. And that's, that's what's really cool. And there's actually an Instagram that I did a great conversation with. And her and her partner are an interabled couple uh, that I think after this, I'm going to just give you their information to check out their page Um, because, you know, she is, uh, she's had her injury for, for quite a long time and she's really uh, adjusted and has like an entire way of life, you know, with her partner. And, we talked a lot about that, of people are curious about how that works and, you know, they want to educate people and, you know, but not preach to people, just say like, hey, this is this is what my life is like and I want to help you and you can help me. So it's interesting that there's a lot of similarities between her and what she said and what you said. Um, about, you know, just having a community of people that you can talk to and, you know, learn things from. And I think that's, you know, like a really beautiful thing at the end of the day. And that's 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 the good things about social media. That's the powerful good stuff, you know, not the evil stuff. Um, so let me ask you, what... You know, have you had some really cool experiences you know, met some cool people through, you know, what you've done either through your page or your you and your girlfriend's page? You know, have people reached out to you or have you connected with anybody that you've, you know, developed relationships with or had great conversations with?
1: Yeah. uh, Well, in terms of people that we've met and had conversations with, there's, yeah, countless uh, people that... um I've had similar situations or or they're newly injured and I've reached out to and they've asked me the questions I was asking people five or six years ago about how I do yeah. things and stuff like that. So yeah, we've had all them conversations which have been great. I think in particular, Jessica's met a lot of people because she probably felt less part of the community than i already did if you know what i mean because i already knew a lot of people that were injured and uh spoke to a lot of people so i think for her it's been great because a lot of people have reached out to her in similar situations and have said like yeah she's had conversations and learned a lot i think there's a page called wags of sigh that she's like really involved with now they seem to like and share everything we do and we like and share everything they do so they've been amazing um and a great community for jessica to get involved in and in terms of us personally we've been invited on like a few photo shoots which has been pretty cool there's like a, a there was a wedding one we went on even though we're not married but it was like a they wanted to take some inclusive photos for their brochure type thing to advertise that they they do do disabled weddings and um yeah there's That's been a cool. few yeah that is that was really cool and there's been a few of them there's been some another lady that wanted us to come and have some pictures taken for her portfolio and there's, there's been yeah a few different opportunities like that really which has been yeah really good fun and it just kind of also on a relationship level it gives us a reason to go out and try new things because then we can document it and uh um and yeah share share that information with people we've always gone out for food a lot so we go out for food and review uh, especially locally and review them uh and feedback to like uh, disability groups about okay this this might be accessible for you or or reasons why it might not be like table heights and uh, whether the toilets are accessible and all these sorts of things that especially locally, uh, people have got in touch and said oh that was really useful. I, I found it hard to go out since my injury and now now I know that that's accessible. Um, I'm much more likely to go out and try it because I know that when I was first injured, I just used to go to the same place every time because I knew that I could, yeah. it would work for me and there wouldn't be a big fuss when I got there or I'd get there and I couldn't get in the door and then it gets a bit embarrassing. It, it would have been great to have that information when, I, like 10 years ago when I was first injured because I, I just ended up going to the same restaurant every time with the same people because I was scared of any drama when I got there type thing. But yeah, to know that a place is accessible and you can go to the toilet if you need to or that you're not going to get there and smack your knees on the table and have to eat from two two miles away from the table and all this sort of stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's really amazing. And I think that's, that's really cool information for people to know you're, you're almost becoming like a Yelp for, you know, interabled (laughs) or disabled people, which is really neat. Um, You know, and I think is, you know, obviously, like you said, you have, you've had more time and experience with this. Now you're, you know, you understand, you know, your limitations and what you need in terms of different things. And there might be people that are very new in this experience that might be very frustrated or, you know, even like you said, scared. And for you to be able to offer this information and say, Hey, just so you know, if you go to this restaurant, you know, this table is perfect for this and the, the height and the bathroom is great for this. And, you know, to have somebody go, Oh my gosh, that's, I don't have to worry about embarrassing myself or anything like that. I think that's such a cool thing. Um, um, in the years since your accident, how has, how do you view that kind of society and your community in general has progressed towards offering things, um, you know, companies, products, things like that for people that are disabled, like have things gotten better and, and, you know, more proactive in terms of offering things, you know, that, you know, people that are disabled or an inter couple even, or have it, has it kind of been the same and you just have to find things?
1: No, I would definitely say there's been a, an improvement for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, in the early days, things were impossible to find. Like my wheelchair, yeah. for example, I was searching the web for ages to find a wheelchair that I thought was, um, yeah, what? okay, what I deemed to look cool or, or whatever. I wanted yeah. to find something that uh, wasn't something that everyone else had or, or, or was just made for someone younger. Obviously, when I was first injured, I was 17, 18. I, I didn't want like a chair that was maybe built for someone that was a bit older so i was looking yeah. for age and i was just coming across prototype after prototype nothing that had actually been made whereas now i think with social media and uh, instagram and pictures just floating about it is a lot easier to find and access access things not just wheelchairs but any any day-to-day things that could make your life easier because of that uh, sharing culture on social media and the communities that people build someone will for example we'll, we, we follow loads of people now that are in wheelchairs and we'll come across things that they're using or if even if they just post a picture of them doing something and i'll think oh bloody hell, that would be really useful for me if i find yeah. something like that then you can just drop them a message and say well, where did you get that or would you would you advise it type thing so yeah i definitely think that's getting better accessibility is getting better and in terms of going out and about i think there was a rule in I don't know, a few years ago, but um, yeah, now that any new build has to be accessible for wheelchairs, which obviously makes a huge difference because any any new build restaurant or anything like that, you, you almost know it's guaranteed to be accessible unless they're really, foolish in terms of where they've placed their furniture and stuff. I mean, because yeah. I've been to a lot of places before where they say, oh yeah, it's wheelchair accessible. By that they mean the doorway's wide enough to get in, but then once you're in there, you can't move. Like it's, It doesn't it's matter, not, yeah. Yeah, it's not really accessible if, that, if that's the case. But yeah, a, a lot more places are uh more aware now of of wheelchair users and not just wheelchair users but disability in general and i think yeah, that's that's a good thing there's still a long way to go of course and and i'm not one of these people that thinks that every building should be accessible because it's just not realistic like you'll have some really old buildings that you, you just can't make them accessible yeah. no matter how much you try so i just think as long as uh, going forward everyone's aware uh and and don't sort of lie on your promotions and say it is accessible yeah. if, it's, if it's not because that is that's, that, that's the one thing that I stress about when I go somewhere new I have to ring like 15 times just to say okay and have you got this and is that accessible and is this bit accessible because I don't want to get there and then be a huge fuss if I I get there and then I can't get in because I'm not going to cause I I don't like causing a scene any anywhere I go really. I just like it to be smooth sailing. I don't want to yeah get there and then there be 14 steps and then two blokes I don't know are like oh do you want me to lift you up them steps mate? It's like yeah no I really appreciate that you're trying like, to be no, nice. I'm but good. I, I Yeah I don't really I don't really want to be lifted up them steps thanks. And then yeah it's just a scene. So yeah uh, but no in general I think uh, yeah the world is becoming more accessible which is which is always good.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, and and you don't want like you said things to be almost like face value like accessible doesn't mean you could just get through the door it means that everything within your business is accessible so uh for people out there listening don't don't face value things don't lie that's not okay um don't (laughs) do that (laughs) um so talk to me about you know we talked about kind of what's going on now we talked about the past a little bit anything going on for the future any any hopes for the channel or your channel with your girlfriend anything like that um any anything coming up that you're excited to work on or anything like that or are you just kind of taking it one day at a time?
1: Time. uh well no yeah we're gonna keep going with the channel obviously um another key driver behind doing the channel was the fact that jessica jessica became my full-time carer when she moved in after covid so she she stayed here during covid because we didn't want to be separated like her living in one place and me the other so she yeah. bubbled, bubbled up with me if you like uh and now yeah she after that we thought okay yeah we can live together so why not make a thing of it and yeah so now she's moved in and she's my full-time carer so yeah we'll we'll keep making content for the page and we just hope that uh it yeah continues to help people and that we can continue to gain help from other people through it um in terms of personally i've still um i own Worthing football club still so my passion is that's my job really i that's my main focus is to yeah make sure that they keep doing well and uh, on and off the pitch, we're we're driving them up to promotion and and whatnot. So, yeah, that's that's my main goal in the near time in the near term.
0: Very cool. Um, well, I wish you nothing but the best. Um, I, I really enjoyed this conversation. It, it was nice to kind of get a look into things, but also just that human side of things. I love your page. I love your page with your girlfriend. Um, I think it's just it's like I said, it's both like very informative and i learned some things through looking at your page which is cool and it also like stuff made me laugh so i think that's kind of the best combination of stuff that's lighthearted and fun yeah but also stuff where i'm like okay that's cool i didn't know that so i appreciate that i appreciate you coming on and before we head out um do you mind if we do my patented five it's not patented at all i don't know why i said that five question q a (laughs) yeah go for it all right so what is your favorite late night snack fruit gums fruit gums is that like gummies like gummies
1: yeah uh do you know what fruit pastels but they haven't got the like sugar on top yeah it's like yes. just a h- okay. hard gum hard gums yeah. basically yeah. yeah all
0: right cool uh what is your dream vacation safari
1: oh safari okay yeah very i'd cool. love to do a safari back of a land rover and just cruise around looking at animals that'd be amazing
0: very cool uh what is something that makes you sad
1: Um, something that makes me sad. Oh, that's a tough one. I don't really... Um, the thought of... The thought of my girlfriend being upset.
0: What is something that makes you happy?
1: Worthing winning. (laughs) Worthing football club winning.
0: (laughs) All about it. Uh, last question. Uh, What is uh, a piece of advice you would give your younger self?
1: Um persevere and life isn't you can still achieve what you want to achieve as long as you're prepared to work for it
0: thank you george for coming on i really appreciate you coming on i've i've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation and i really appreciate you taking the time
1: no thank you very much thanks for having me
0: absolutely uh for everybody out there if this is your first time here welcome if you're a returner welcome back and regardless of where you're coming from good morning good afternoon good evening and i'll catch you on the next episode